Welcome to the Cool Times Podcast. In this show, business and life partners, Vince and Jenna Free, explore all things cool about the cold storage industry. Hear from industry insiders as they share their cool stories in one of the fastest growing industries today. Here are your hosts, Vince and Jenna Free. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to Cool Times Podcast. I am your host, Vince Free, joined by the other host, Jenna Free. Hello. Business and life partner. And we got to, uh, we got an awesome podcast lined up for you guys uh, today. And uh, we appreciate you guys all listening. Wherever you may be listening, you could be driving in your car on your way to work. It could be hanging out on the weekend by the pool, drinking some cocktails, That's listening to the it. Cool Times podcast. You could be probably behind your desk at work with <laughs> headphones on, not working, listening to our show. However, you're listening. We thank you so much for tuning in. You guys can hear our show on Apple Podcasts and watch the YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you watch the YouTube videos, we have a cool new setup in our office and, and our guest gets to see it firsthand here. Yes. We are live. We're in the dark. We got the cool <laughs> light on. We got the cool logo in the background, <laughs> finally installed, <laughs> stepping some things up right here. So, uh, And we're able to do that as, as we grow the show and the audience. And, and again, we appreciate you guys for all the love sharing the show. Yeah, it's not possible. It's not possible without our sponsors. And so we would love to thank Jamison Doors and we'd love to thank Versafoam for helping sponsor, helping get the word out about Cool Times Podcast. Your contributions are awesome. We'd also like to thank Rytech for being a part of that as well. Thank you guys so much. Absolutely. As we uh, stay on track here and focus on Cool Times, cold storage construction and industry, you know, arena, podcast strictly about uh, cold storage construction. We meet with end users, architects, general contractors, uh, suppliers, vendors, the, the whole nine yards. We have an awesome guest today. Mm-hmm. I've known this gentleman for, for many, many years. He is a Mid-South Cold Storage Territory Manager for All Weather Insulated Metal Panels, the one and only bodybuilder himself, Chris Bertelin. How are you, bud? Welcome yeah. to the show. Yeah. Doing great. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks for joining us today. How have you been? Doing well, doing well. It's uh, busy times this time of the year. Everyone's trying to fill up their end of year logs, backlogs, oh, yeah. and, and keep the construction moving into Q1. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We believe it. Well, we always like to start out our show by learning a little bit about our guests' backgrounds. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about how you got acclimated into the cold storage industry. I think the cold storage industry found me. I started off in the mid-90s in retail construction. I was actually superintendent remodeling stores in the mall. Okay. So 9 p.m. to 9 a.m., no no sound. You couldn't make any noise during the day. So that, that got old pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I had a friend of mine that was uh, working at a door company and um just casual conversations asked me if I wanted to get in the door industry. That started off uh, with the world's largest retailer. And uh, I spent about five years just bouncing from Midwestern town to Midwestern town doing giant just distribution centers, three months each project. That eventually evolved into me going to work for a uh, door supplier, a manufacturer, and their niche was cold storage industry. And, uh, kind of just found my way through the through the tracks of construction into the cold storage and 
I, I noticed that uh, the more jobs that you went to, it was the same faces, the same customers, the same contractors, the same electricians. It was kind of a kind of a tight niche industry, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I bet you two have history in that <laughs> door industry, don't you? We do. Uh, Chris and I used to work at the same door company. If you Google it, you'll find out. Um, <laughs> I think no, at, man, one we, time, at one time you had my uh, my phone number on your voicemail, I think, for, for technical <laughs> services after I, I did. I did throw you under the bus, man. I'm like, I'm not dealing with this here. Everyone call Chris Berlin. He's the man. I mean, you literally, you were the quarterback, man. I mean, you you installed, I remember before you came to work for that door company, uh, when you were doing all the dock and doors and door installations and working for that retailer, who was the largest retailer? Can I ask you that? Um, it was Walmart. Oh. oh. I, I didn't, uh, at that time, I was just a kind of a labor only contractor. Mm-hmm. I knew there was a better side of things sure. and I started my own business. And through that door company we worked at, I found there was a niche in the cold storage industry. There wasn't a lot of people that wanted to go spend their nights and weekends and freezers and minus 20 and pulling out doors that were put in in the 70s and updating with modern technology. I traveled to Kansas City, I think, one time, and I like learned from Chris Mm -hmm. installing doors. And it might have been for a chicken kill plant and the whole town smelled different. <laughs> and, I do remember that. I do remember. Yeah, that. and and dude, I learned so much from you. I remember installing air doors inside freezers on the weekends for Ganella bread. Uh, I think yeah. in Chicago, <laughs> and and yeah, that trying to lift was, an air door up without a uh, forklift. Just yeah. you and I and another fellow. <laughs> that was great. No, it was working in the minus ten freezer. Were cool times. <laughs> they were. So they were. So no, cheesy. Yeah, dude. I learned a lot from you and and I you were so smart with everything. I literally had when customers had problems, I left your name and number on my voicemail to give him a call. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so did you ever run into the same issue that Vince did with maybe like friends or family not really understanding what you did? I don't know if they fully grasp what we do currently. Um, okay. You know, you tell people doors, they think about your garage door, they think about your front door. Mm-hmm. And it was so much more than that. We, The company we worked for didn't offer anything remote to that. I mean, the the past company, that they went after pharmaceutical manufacturing, mm-hmm. cold storage, and mm-hmm. big government jobs. So mm-hmm. it was kind of a recession-proof company, still is. Everyone needs their drugs. Everyone needs their food. And yeah. the government's not getting any smaller. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Unfortunately. Okay. And so tell us, walk us through. So you started there. Was all weather your next step then? All weather was my, my, my next step. I've been a year and a half with all weather now. Excellent, excellent company to work for. Awesome. Uh, management, the the staff, everyone there actually cares about the customer, cares about the end user, cares about the quality going out in the field. It's just a phenomenal company to work for. That's cool. That's cool. Do you have a cool moment? Now, it doesn't have to be just at all weather. And this, again, is sponsored by our dear friends at Rytech. It's our cool moment of the Cool Times podcast where we ask you if you have a moment that you have encountered in this industry that made you go, this is where I want to stay. This is where I want to build my career because of this moment. Or maybe it's a person. I'm not sure. We've gotten both. Yeah, I would say I was in that working 
for the world's largest retailer. And I was an installer at the time and they bought their first cold storage building. And that was before they got into grocery. And I was kind of worked through that transition with them of, it was already a cold storage building, but it was a pretty old dilapidated building and they wanted to bring it up to modern technology. So I was involved in putting the doors, the loading dock equipment in. They kept us around to upgrade steel, structural steel. It was a very interesting experience. And then from that, you've seen where they've grown now where they're Mm -hmm. doing automation and just, I mean, cutting edge technology in the cold storage. I also have other stories that uh, maybe not the coolest time that should have diverted me from (laughs) the cold storage uh, being in somewhere in the middle of Minnesota and looking at a vat full of pig's heads in the middle of the night. Yeah. Maybe not the coolest. This is a non-rated show, so you can kind of say whatever the hell you want. I mean, we try to keep it low-key in conversation, man. There's some messed up things that... Oh, man, there's there's some things. There's nothing that goes to waste at those those facilities. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. No one, everyone loves hot dogs. No one asks how they're made. I haven't <laughs> ate a hot dog. I have not eaten a hot dog in 15 plus years since I saw them made. And that might be why. Yeah, that might be why. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it's, it's a crazy transition uh, with where you were and where you are now. And you worked with panels your whole career at, you know, your service installation company, working for the door company, installing these systems, had vestibules. And I mean, you were working with panels before you knew you were going to work with panels. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's Did that transition for you, how did that work? Did that make sense? Were you able to grasp the concept of panels and spans and technical data and R value and all that stuff pretty easy? All that what came very, very naturally, the the R values, the spans. Some of the things I didn't know, which I learned very quickly, was solar loads, which people don't think about. You don't want to use darker panels in a cold storage facility, no matter where you are in the country. It's just Mm -hmm. the solar load will actually try to peel the panel off the wall. So that was that was one thing interesting that I didn't know that I learned really quickly. Sure, sure. Do you get a lot of requests for that? Um, even some of the grays, we have to kind of steer the customer. We have to even okay. the lighter grays and and some of the warmer climates. You have to try to drive the customer away from that. Tell them why it's not a good idea. And mm-hmm. sometimes there's a limited warranty with with a color like that. So okay, sure. People um, people want to see a cool logo or a big giant blue stripe across the building, but they don't realize there's a consequence for that. Yeah. So all weather and slave metal panels for people just tuning in, listening to the show for the first time, maybe they've never heard of you. Maybe they've only heard of the other uh, panel um, manufacturers out there, your competition. Uh, So if someone's just tuning in right now, listening and they're like, Oh, there's a gentleman from all weather and slave metal panels on the show. Tell us about who is all weather panels. All weather insulated panels uh, started in Vacaville, California. We have a plant in Vacaville currently, our first plant, uh, roughly 12 years ago. We built a larger plant in Little Rock, Arkansas, Mm -hmm. and we are just one online with a brand new plant in Stroudsburg, East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. Very, very excited about this plant. This is the most technologically advanced plant in the country, maybe the world currently. Wow. Wow. That's impressive. It's exciting. Well, you, you, you stole my cool uh, question. I was going to ask you about uh, what 
innovative things is all where they're coming out with that people don't know it's exciting. And I think that's it, right? Unless you got other. Yeah, the, the, well, there's a few things that the plant in Pennsylvania we're very, very proud of. By the end of this year, we, sh- we will be coming out with a 44-inch interior exterior panel. Oh, wow. Right now, currently, we just have a 40-inch interior exterior panel. So okay. we're going to go 44 for both. That's a very exciting. And then some of the things our engineering teams are working on are 3D models or BIM mm-hmm. uh, files are very accessible now. doesn't okay. apply a lot in the cold storage, but we do have a an entire um, commercial team. Sure. Wow. That's, I mean, yeah, you guys are doing panels for, uh, you know, uh, commercial industrial, right? Is that CNI? Is that a division? Yeah, it's a, it's a division. Um, Mainly storefronts, retails, roofs. I and mean, we do a lot of roof panels at our plants. So we... Okay. And and you guys, the architectural panels, those are like the flat ones the, that you'd see maybe on like a bank or? Yeah. Yeah. Bank, uh, hotel, you know, sure. any storefront. I think Firestone's a big customer, you know, the, okay. the little retail centers. Okay. And speaking of roof panels, you guys have a product called One Deck. And that seems to be a, a, a hot topic these days. Everyone's talking about one deck and it's, um, I'm going to ruin this. So I'm going to let him Probably explain good idea. Probably more good idea. what it is, but it's essentially a panel that gets installed on top of a steel structure. And by doing so, you can get rid of the decking and oh. it's, it's the decking and installation all in one. And they just put a TPO membrane over the top and voila. Did I, did I do it right? Is that it? It did, it did pretty well, pretty well rendering. <laughs> uh, the the really nice it. part about one deck is if we're in early enough on the design, we can achieve diaphragm shear. So we can actually take some of the steel out of the building, the cross bracing, depending on wind loads, where it is mm-hmm. in the country mm-hmm. and the height of the building, all, all those are factors, but if we're in early enough on the design, you can save money on the steel. There's so much less waste. There's a fraction of the trucks that show up. You just literally have panel and membrane. When would you, so early, you said you're saying early enough in the design, like for people who are listening, like when would this be beneficial for them to talk to someone like you about, about this one deck? When they're starting the concept of the building and starting to design the structural steel of the building, that's mm-hmm. when the conversations need to happen. Got it. Okay. Okay. That's, that's early, my man. That's a long sales yeah. uh, cycle. <laughs> it's, a, it's a long cycle, but it's worth it in the long run with, with yeah. the amount of money you save. Well, and we all know too. that yeah. conventional roofing is the lead times are out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. where we do run into a supply chain issue with those materials and fasteners and that insulation is not getting any cheaper. And, you know, I think you guys uh, have a product that if done early enough can probably save a lot of time and money. That's a big value. Yeah. And it, it, it doesn't, you know, if we miss the early design stage, it's still applicable for any roof. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a great product for re-roofing. If you're going to pull off a, a conventional roof, mm-hmm. you can, you can take off what you can put back in in a day. And it's, it's fairly weather resistant before the membranes down. So, I mean, for, an, for a building owner, that's trying to re-roof an old 20 year old roof. It's mm-hmm. a great product. So roofing insulation uh, it's typically when they do roofing insulation, they do like two or three layers of that, right. For a cooler and or freezer. And then if, or if, if you're going to sub that out and put in a all weather one deck, does the thickness typically the same as the roof insulation thickness, or are you guys getting more R value than a typical roof 
installation board? We're on the one deck product. We're averaging uh, eight R's per inch. So, you know, a five inch panel that are 40. So we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're about the same and you can, you can up the R value and it makes it easier to get permits. I've just found out recently. Okay. And so like a, to get R 40 out of conventional roofing, how thick do you got to go for that? Do you know? Um, I think they're in the seven range. They're seven R per inch. So okay. in the seven range, we're just slightly better than conventional roofing. I got it. Wow. Well, speaking of slightly better, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to ask you a question and I love asking this question because I come from a sales background and I always like to ask our guests, how, why are you different? Why should, why should we buy from all weather? Why should people listen to you buy from all weather? Why should people buy from CRISPR? Well, number one, it's the service side of all weather. Everyone at all weather cares about the customer. They care about the installer. They care about the product going out in the field. Mm-hmm. That was a, a big selling point when the, when the opportunity came my way. And it was the same question I asked uh, all weather is what makes us better than other panel companies, yeah, like companies. And it was always driven into us. It's the service side. It's how we take care of our customers. Mm-hmm. I like that. Absolutely love it. It's important. It builds really solid relationships. And if they don't buy from you, you're just going to power lift them and throw them through a wall. <laughs> So y'all don't know Chris like I know Chris. This guy is like a perfect. You're a professional body. I would say amateur. You're a you amateur powerlifter. Powerlifting. Currently have a couple state records in Arkansas. Working (laughs) on some other states. I'll work my way down. Tell us about that. Tell us about that. You know, I went to a team building trip in Milwaukee. Um, It had to be 12 years ago, and it was a powerlifting gym, and it was a kind of a sales orientated team building exercise and the the person that sponsored this team building thing just told the, the gym owner to make all these guys puke like do whatever you have to do so it was like a crossfit circuit and you were doing 20 push-ups 20 pull-ups 20 sit-ups farmers carries pushing a sled just anything he could do to make us throw up <laughs> and i noticed that everyone around me was just lifting massive amounts of weights and when when, when the team building thing was done and I dry heaved in the lawn. I went up to the gym owner and I said, can I come back here some, some other time and try to learn what everyone else is doing here? And he said, sure. I, I'm great friends with the guy now. And um, yeah. I go and see him all the time, but that kind of started a, a chain of events. My, my dad up until 73 was still competing in powerlifting competitions. Wow. So I had no excuse. If my dad's 73 and mm-hmm. getting on the platform, I, there was no excuses. Yeah. Yeah. And now you took it to the stage and, and you've won competitions and yeah, I, I, I worked at it for probably six years before I, I did my first uh, competition. And then okay. I kind of fell in love with it. It's, it's a different level. There's, there's a, there's a, just a different gear that you hit when you're on the stage, everyone's watching you and yeah. Yeah. The it's, adrenaline. It, it's, it's literally you versus the barbell. It's, it's not uh, you know, there's other people there that you hope to beat, but it's, it's records against yourself. Totally. How often do you uh, find yourself competing? I, 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 there's one I do in Arkansas once a year, and it's in the first week of November. I love this meet. It's a master's meet, so you have to be over 40 to get in. And the <laughs> amount of competition there is yeah. just ecstatic. Mm-hmm. I train uh, five days a week and then um, do like a 
16, 18 week cycle, just kind of just put the work in, just build the bricks one at a time. And then after 18 weeks, I'll test and see where I'm at and then start another program. Is that the one you, is, do you like the state fair competition? You ever just go to the state fair and see the, like the weight bodybuilding competition? Is that like, you, I've seen it at, at the, at the Wisconsin state fair. They 100% do that. I don't know if every state does that, but I've been to the one I haven't competed in in Wisconsin. <laughs> I think Vince has only seen the cream puff station. All right. (laughs) Y'all have never had a cream puff from the Wisconsin state fair. You're missing out. Okay. People ask me what I miss about Wisconsin. There's a couple things, cream puffs and, uh, my family in that order. I'm just kidding. (laughs) A spotted cow. Just just kidding. An Um, occasional spotted cow. We have, uh, uh, we have a ton of spotted cow. Uh, Jenna's parents go back and forth to Wisconsin, visit family and friends out there. Now like that's a drive to Texas. They like making the drive. So every time they drive back, they bring a couple of cases of spotted cow. So we're, we're fully stocked on the cow. <laughs> and that's good beer. If you guys haven't had that spotted cow is a very good beer. That's a cheap plug for those people, but you know. yeah, I don't think they need our cheap plugs. I think they're doing just fine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anyone build for them out there? Hit, hit us up. I'd like to get to know your all names and numbers if you're building for for them oh, in Wisconsin. Terrible. Okay. So, Chris, if people want to know more about All Weather, if they want to maybe learn about this one deck or learn more about you or your territory, where you cover, or you know anything that the company is doing, where can they find more information out about All Weather? Uh, awipanels.com. We have a phenomenal website, um, right on the home screen that asks you if you're interested in BIM drawings, Revit drawing renderings. So we can incorporate our panel lengths and thicknesses right into an engineer and architect's drawing. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook Mm -hmm. and, um, company email is cberdelin at awipanels.com. Well, I, I cover it. the Mid-South region, Texas, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, and love Mississippi. And, and you guys have territory managers throughout the United States. And you guys, have, uh, your website's awesome. It's easy to get a hold of whoever, you know, is in your territory to reach out to them. Um, you're everywhere. Okay. You're traveling. You go to trade shows. What's your favorite trade show in the industry? Oh, SIBA right by far. SIBA. <laughs> There's, well, is there, is there any other trade shows than SIBA that matter? <laughs> Man, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've been to a number of them, but like you said in the beginning, I'll circle back to that. You know, you start doing work in this industry for clients. You start um, seeing a lot of the same faces, a lot of the same vendors, suppliers, contractors, and, you know, you become pretty close with them and you, you start seeing them at these shows and, What's really exciting about SIBA right now is the direction we're taking it. Uh, Marco Jeletovicher, the new chairman of SIBA, he's got a really good plan in place for the next couple of years. And, and there's a lot of exciting things happening at the show that I encourage anyone listening to this show right now. If you've never been to SIBA, uh, it's Controlled Environment Building Association. Anyone who's anyone that builds cold storage controlled environment um, goes to this show. And it's very educational. You learn a lot about new uh, products, uh, design ideas, and just the networking. Uh, it's a good culture. And uh, and you can meet Chris there. <laughs> and you can meet Chris there. Chris will be there. He will be in Amelia Island. You can ask him about all weather panels. He'll be in Florida because aren't you from Florida? 
Originally from Florida, just west of Tampa, right? So you hit the Gulf straight off Tampa Road. And and, and you you live in you used to live in Florida. You're from there. You live in Arkansas now. Uh, between the two, what what do you like more and why? I love the weather in Florida, the beach. I mean, I, I grew up just a mile from the beach. So that that was phenomenal growing up. I had the opportunity to travel the entire United States. I think there's maybe two states and one's Alaska that I have not been to wow. or actually like, stopped and worked in. Yeah. And throughout all my travels and seeing the, all, all of the United States, uh, a business partner of mine moved to Arkansas. I came to visit him for a weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of nestled up in the Ozarks, not quite as busy as, you know, Florida or Dallas, per se. And his uh, neighbor took us on a boat on Beaver Lake. And on that Monday morning, I called a real estate agent. <laughs> that was in 2003. I bought a house within six months. And um, I love the four seasons in Arkansas. We get a touch of all four seasons. Sure. Um, okay. Florida, you had summer and you had summer. You had yeah. summer and light summer, I guess you'd say. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I saw in the news because we're, you know, we do work out that way. And I saw in the news, it got so cold in Florida this past year that iguanas were falling from the trees roses like what <laughs> what that was like the first article on you scroll yeah. social media you get like this news they, they know where you go so it's like oh i frequent this area of florida you go there and like you know fox news is like iguanas are falling from the trees because it got down to 28 degrees at night yeah, just wild what and it was probably a degree below freezing. It was probably, you know, 31 degrees and iguanas are falling from trees. Yeah. I will, I will second that opinion about Florida. I love Florida and the vibe and the, the beaches and the palm trees. It's just so humid there. It is. It's brutal. But it, it takes a while when I go back to see family to get reacquainted. By the time I'm leaving, I'm like back to acquainted with a, with a climate and it's time to go. There you go. Well, is there anything else that you want to share with the audience about all weather yourself, products coming out, uh, what what trade shows you guys have coming up that that you guys that people can find all weather at anything at all you want to share? We're doing some more regional shows, not 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 the big networking, but we're trying to get more involved in our territories with some of the like Midwest refrigeration and uh, insulating, and that's one I'll be attending here shortly. We're very excited about our DM44 panel. That's, I mean, that's going to shape the interior, the exterior of the building, ceilings. We're just going to, you know, 10% bigger panel. And and, and it's, it's, you're all in one panel, right? You can use it for the exterior panel, the interior panel. Interior panel. Ceilings. And it has hidden fastener clip. And this is all technical and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, to have the hidden fastener clip capability at 44 wide is very impressive because now, for people that actually have to buy the product and install it, you don't need to buy one panel for exterior and you have to buy another panel product for the interior. It's just one shot. This is what you buy. You know? It's it's going to be less labor in the long run. You, you're Every 10 panels, you get an extra panel. So it's less butyl, less screws, less clips, less labor, less picks, less trash. Does, <laughs> that, know, mean, does that mean you're going to charge more for the product, Chris? <laughs> No, I, I think the way we have it currently priced, it's going to be equivalent um, the the same price we're selling a DM40 panel. So, mm-hmm. and I think generally when you go wider with a panel, you get a little better span. So it's going to be interesting for you as well. Oh, cool! Will be gonna, interesting for us as well. You're gonna you're gonna get a little bit more span out of that 44 inch panel. 
Well, I could use all the span I can get. So, <laughs> anyways. Anyways, yeah. Well, hey, I got a cool. Anything else, Jenna? You want to add? I'm good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I I threw her off with that joke. Yeah. So this is a an exciting um, segment. Last segment of the show. Your favorite segment. Of course it is. <laughs> It's the cool rapid round question sponsored by Jamison and Versaphone. Why wouldn't I want to do this segment? Are you ready for this, Chris? Do you understand what we're about to do? I am ready. You told me you've listened to the show. You told me that you've done your homework. Um, You can't steal people's answers. This has to be all you, bro. You ready? I got it. Okay. I'm going to say this or that. For those first time listeners, it's a a rapid round question. It's a this or that. We're going to get to know Chris. We're going to get to know what he likes and you read it. Here we go. We're going. Go. Let's go. All right. Phone call or text message. Phone call. Toast or eggs. Ooh, eggs. Mm -hmm. Cardio or weights. Weights all day. (laughs) Facebook or Twitter. Facebook. Facebook or Instagram. Facebook. Facebook or TikTok. (laughs) Zero TikTok. Facebook. Facebook or Grinder? Uh, Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Bro, not People even sure what that, that is. That. Yeah, that's that's cool. Um, cold beer or cold drink? Uh, depending on the time of the year, I'd say cold beer this time of the year. Winter time, probably probably a nice, neat whiskey. Oh, there you go. Ping pong or air hockey? Ping pong all day. Okay, beachside or poolside? Beachside all day long. Justin Bieber or Justin Timberlake? I'll take the Justin T. (laughs) (laughs) Because Bieber's Bieber's way out of my generation. (laughs) He's still a kid. You're going Timbo. You're going Timberlake. I like Mm -hmm. it. Cool, man. Well, you like that. Yeah, absolutely. Chris, thank you so much. We loved having you on the show. You're a stud. Keep doing what you're doing, man. And for all your listeners out there, thank you guys so much. You guys can find our work again on, uh, YouTube TV or, or not YouTube TV, YouTube, just YouTube, just YouTube, just YouTube. Don't just, go to YouTube TV. You yeah. will not find us. You there. will not find us there. <laughs> cool times podcast. Uh, look us up, subscribe, hit that red button. Every, every little subscription helps us grow the, uh, what we're trying to do here and spread the word in the industry. Um, Apple podcast, share it with your friends, like it, subscribe, mm-hmm. um, social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, no TikTok. LinkedIn, no, no TikTok. I don't know how to <laughs> also work. No TikTok. I don't know how to work TikTok. So I'm going to stay away from that. One. We're too old for TikTok, but that's where you will find our work. Uh, this is episode 14, Chris. Uh, we don't exist without awesome guests. Yes, like you. Thank you so much. Um, and again, thank you guys uh, out there um, for listening. Thank you to our sponsors, Ride Tech and Jamison, Jamison Versafoam. Thank you, you guys, guys. Rock. Yeah. Until next time, y'all. Until next time. All right. Cheers. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Cool Times Podcast. To learn more about Freeze Construction, visit www.freezeconstruction.com.